I'm recording. Mom's taking a selfie. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just letting people, you know, my busy people know I'm busy recording. Did you shut your phone on silent? Yeah. Okay, welcome to the podcast TV with my mom. Say hi, mom. Hi, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. What are we talking about today, Rachel? Well, I thought after last week where uh, we argued the whole podcast about Westworld, it might be better this week to talk about a show we both like a whole lot. That we both are major, major fans. (laughs) Yes. And that show is Justified. 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 Justified, which aired from 2010 to 2015. Yes. On FX. FX. I forget what night it came on, but anyway. Kind of irrelevant. Irrelevant now. Irrelevant. What was that? Never mind. No, no, no. Irrelevant. There it is. I was mixing two words together. What was the second word? I don't know. Revenant. Revenant. The Revenant. The Revenant. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. It has nothing to do with that. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. You can watch the whole show on uh, the whole series on Amazon Prime streaming video. Yes. Or if you're my mother, you could have collected all the seasons on DVD and can watch them whenever you free like it. Hello, we did that together. (laughs) I know, but they're yours. They're not mine. Yeah, that's true. Well, I just barely, I just started watching it again. Uh, I did too, actually, on Amazon in preparation, potentially, Uh, for this podcast. Such a good show. It's such a good show. Do you want to talk about what the show is about? Yes. In case people haven't heard of it? Well, I don't think I'm going to give you a recap. We'll just give you like an overall idea of what the show's about. Yeah, I would say if you tried to recap six seasons, it might take ten years. (laughs) The way I recap, yes, it probably would. But, you know, once I recap, people seem to feel like they know the show. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, this show takes place in Kentucky. Oh, man, this is going to be hard. <laughs> Why is it going to be hard? Because don't, you don't need to do any plots of the show. Just be, like, in general, the characters and, like, what the general themes of the show are. All right. So, it takes place in Kentucky about the U.S. Marshals uh-huh. that are in Kentucky. Uh-huh. What's the name of the town? Lexington? Lexington. And he goes... Well, he, he's from Harlan County. Harlan County. That's what I was trying to remember. But he works in Lexington. He works in Lexington. So, I mean... He used to work, I mean, he grew up in Harlan County. Mm-hmm. Raylan. Raylan Jennings. <laughs> Raylan Gibbons. Are you thinking Waylon Jennings? Gib- yeah. Is it Gibbons or Gibbons? Gibbons. Gibbons. With a V. All right. Sidebar. I do really like this show. <laughs> but I might not get the names correct. That's okay. I think that's a normal situation with me. Yeah, don't worry about it. <clears throat> anyway, so he grew Raylan. Mm-hmm. Who is played by Timothy Oliphant. Good. Do you think that's how you pronounce his last name? I mean, I guess I wouldn't know how else to pronounce it, but it's just... Timothy Oliphant. It's O-L-Y-P-H-A-N-T. I'm going with Oliphant. Okay. Like elephant. Like elephant, but with an O. Yeah. Um, very, very handsome young man. <laughs> <laughs> He um, is gorgeous. He is gorgeous. But anyway, um, so it's his story, basically. And um, he grew up in Harlan, so he has a lot of 
backstory. Right. A lot of friends. He knows, you know, he used to work the coal mines in Harlan. So, and he worked with his nemesis. (laughs) Do you want me to jump in? Oh, could you? (laughs) I'll just give, like... You know, I don't want to interrupt you. No, you can interrupt me. I don't mind. So, it's a show uh, about... A U.S. Marshal named Raylan Gibbons, who moves, has to move back home to his home county after he uh, shoots a guy in the first episode, uh, who's like a felon. Yeah. But there are questions about, you know, the legality. Raylan, of course, says it was justified. It was justified. It's like, you know, the name of the show gets mentioned in the first episode. Yeah. He gets sent back to Kentucky to work in Kentucky. His relationships with the people in Kentucky who he left behind when he moved to Miami and other places to work in the Marshal Services including Boyd Crowder, who was a man he uh, dug coal with, who is now... He was um, best buddies with. Well, I wouldn't say that they were best friends. I think they were good friends. I think Raylan would say that they dug coal together. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but the point is is that Boyd and his comes from kind of a rough family who are criminals. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the, first, in the first episode, Raylan comes back and has to start trying to um, prevent some crimes from happening that Boyd is causing. And then it's also Raylan's relationship with his father, who is um, a lifelong criminal, who Raylan obviously went the opposite way and went into... Justice. Yeah, he went into justice. (laughs) I couldn't think of the word. I don't think that's the word. (laughs) Um, He went into law enforcement. Law enforcement. He went the other end of the spectrum from a... That's right. um, His dad, who was a... Con man. What's it called? Grifter? Yeah, grifter. Grifter. And would steal money from people and... And, you know, break ankles. No, not ankles, probably. Probably kneecaps. <laughs> yeah, I think he broke kneecaps through ankles. But he was an, he was a enforcer. enforcer. Yeah, an enforcer. He, he did a lot of different things. But the point is, is, like, that's the general plot of the story. And in the first season, at least, it's kind of um, more episodic than serial. Like, you can watch the episodes independent sometimes of the other ones because it's just, like, he has to transport... Um, a fugitive or he has to find a fugitive or you know yada 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 things that like the marshals normally do yeah and then as the seasons progress you get kind of more plot driven and it's more serial like you want to watch it from well you get on. you get invested in the characters for sure and his relationships with everyone but and i think his, like ex-wife is yeah. a court reporter yeah in the courthouse where the marshals have their yeah. offices yeah. So he's running into her and her husband. Mm-hmm. And her new husband, yeah. And so I feel like we're not doing the show justice by just saying what it's about because it sounds kind of boring when you say it, what it's about. It does sound boring. So what is it about the show that we loved so much? Would you think? Well, um, all right. He does wear a cowboy hat and boots. <laughs> so there is the Western aspect, but it is not a Western it's kind of like he ha- the I get drawn in by him because he has this way of talking that's very sarcastic, but you know that he's going to do good. Yeah, I would say that the writing on the show, which is what you mean when you say like his dialogue, Raylan's dialogue on yeah. the show, is so good. And it's um, by this American novelist. The, the show is based on this American novelist story, Elmore Leonard who wrote uh, a story called Fire in the Hole, yeah. which they base this show off of. And he's just like a perfect mix of like violence and comedy. 
Yeah, and sort there's of like, a lot of comedic bits that are, I mean, they're just so stupid that they're funny. The criminals. The criminals. Yeah. <laughs> I I forgot how much I loved um, the guy with Dewey. The, was is that his the, name? I was going to say the guy with the rattlesnake necklace. The crocodile necklace. Crocodile necklace. Crocodile yeah, necklace. Dewey Crow. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my oh. God. So there's like this, oh my God. this crime syndicate in Kentucky, and they're kind of like white nationalist Nazis at Which first. Which is not a good thing. No, of course it's not a good thing. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> they're, just say they're definitely the bad guys. They're definitely bad guys. I mean, total, total oh, but scum. You're saying that we we think they're funny. They're kind of likable. These characters. Well, they, in a odd sort of way. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's. It's very clear that you don't want those guys to be the ones that succeed. But um, Elmore Leonard and Graham Yost, the people who wrote the show, kind of make it. It's it's they kind of blur the lines between good and evil. Yeah. On the show, like you know, Raylan, his ex-wife says that she's the angriest man he's ever met. He's, She's yeah. ever met? Yes. Um, and at the same time, then you've got Boyd Crowder, who's kind of the head of this, like, Nazi group who are fucking bombing buildings and yeah. shit. But really, it turns out, he doesn't really care about any of the Nazi stuff, but if he, he can use it as a front to get more to money, get money and to, you know, run his drug ring. Well, his because fa- his father is running the drug ring right now. In, from jail. In season from one. Jail. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is, is, like, in the very first episode... Raylan calls him out and is like, I know you're not this stupid. Like, you're not, like, I know what you're doing, basically. Right. You know, you're using this kind of image of an idiot, redneck, you know, backwoods dumbass. Yeah. (laughs) When really you're, you're kind of uh, the biggest crime syndicate in Kentucky. Yeah. You want to be, you want to get, you just want to keep robbing banks. Yeah. But then there's characters like Dewey Crow, who is one of his, like, thugs, Oh my god. It's <laughs> just so, so stupid. Stupid. Like you wanna just like oh my god, he's the best. I mean, in one of the in the first episode, just mm-hmm. just a little thing about Dewey. Sure. <laughs> he comes to the house because he wants to talk to Boyd's oh, yeah. brother's wife. Uh-huh. And the wife what's her name? Uh, oh shoot. Uh, yeah, because she's a major character. Yeah. Ava. Ava Ava, Ava Crowder. Ava was married to Boyd's brother. And and anyway, she ends up shooting him with a rifle. Bowman. Bowman. And Dewey comes the next day to get Ava to bring her to Boyd so they can talk. Or, you know, Boyd's touched or something. <laughs> so, of course, Raylan's in the house and Dewey just barges right in. And he's like in these, you know, knee knocker shorts <laughs> with these shit kicker boots. <laughs> And a <laughs> knee knocker shorts and shit kicker boots. <laughs> well, you know that's what he was wearing, <laughs> and a tank top. Yeah. And then he has this, you know, neo Nazi thing tattooed around his neck, and he's wearing a alligator necklace. Yeah. With you know the alligator teeth. And the thing, it's like he's a short dude oh, with gosh. red hair, short scrawny, and <laughs> you can just tell he's stupider than stupid. Stupider than dirt. Stupider than dirt. But he just comes barging in, and Raylan, you know, sitting there with his gun, and he looks like a gun, not with his gun, but he looks like a gunslinger. Yeah, Raylan's so calm, cool, and collected. Yeah, and he's like, you know, what are you here, you know, what are you here for? And and Dewey said, you know, tells him, I came to get Ava. And he's like, well, you know, when I, when I was raised, that you knock on the door and yeah. be You're allowed go in. go back outside. Yes. You're going to knock on the door, and if Ava wants to let you in, you can come in. <laughs> yeah, so he- Stupid goes out the door and he goes, goes to get a gun. Out goes of his to get car. a gun, and then Raylan comes walking out, and he just kind of 
stares him down while yeah. Dewey's holding a shotgun in his face. Yeah, it's one of Raylan's signature moves is to like stand, um, you know, like 20 paces away from somebody who wants to like pull on him to shoot yeah. him and kind of talk him, talk them out of shooting him. Yeah. He's like, there's no way you're going to beat me in a gun contest. Like, and I love that. Like you, you rarely, I mean, you do, you get to see him using his skills a lot, but like, yeah. I love when he talks people out of stuff too. My favorite Dewey Crow moment from the first season mm-hmm. is when he comes busting into the trailer with Boyd and the other, like, dumbasses sitting there. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Boyd, your brother's been shot. And, and Boyd goes, well, says, is it serious? Or no, he goes, he goes where? where? <laughs> right, yeah. Boyd asks him where. And, and uh, Dewey goes, in his kitchen or in his living room or whatever. And Boyd goes, no, you idiot. I mean, on his body. And he goes, well, I don't know. And he goes, well, is it serious? And Dewey goes... Well, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> it's like, like the first episode, oh that, like God. I saw that, and oh my God, it was so funny. It's like, there's so much of that sort of violent comedy. It reminds me a little bit of uh, Martin McDonough, um, who who just did Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm, missed it. And in Bruges, which you didn't like. <laughs> With, uh, what's his face? Colin Farrell, yeah. I only watched it because But him. it's so, like, that. it's the exact same kind of writing where it's just, like, really funny, but also really dark. Dark. And, yeah. like, violent. Yeah. There um, are some pretty, there's a lot of violent scenes that happen in the coming seasons. Do you I want just, to talk about one? What were you thinking about? I'm thinking about the guy that got his arms blown off. What was that one? The guy with the blonde hair? Yeah. Yeah, that's in a later season. We yeah. should talk about which seasons we like best. But I want to first say that's fine. That justified, uh, if we're not doing it enough uh, justification right now, it has an justification on the justified. <laughs> it has an average tomato meter scoring of ninety-seven percent from critics and ninety-three percent from audiences. It's like objectively a good show. It shouldn't have stopped. <laughs> well, so let's talk about that. So um, I cried. I know it was good. I thought I had a good ending. Yeah, it kind of buttoned up everything. Yeah, I mean... We won't tell anybody what it was, though. No, we shouldn't spoil. Because they have to watch the show. <laughs> Maybe they will. Oh, my gosh. Um, but so each season sort of... Intro- well, not really the first season. The first season, it's sort of like introducing you to all the characters. But then in the seasons right. after that, it's like there's kind of a new bad guy each, each season. season. Yeah. And Raylan has to kind of solve the problem of this bad guy throughout the season. Right. At the same time, like, each episode isn't focused on that. Like, some episodes will be, like, you know, he's getting a fugitive or he's doing whatever. Right. But then the arc of the season is has to do with this bad guy. So what do you think your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Favorite season? Favorite, yeah. Or, like, bad guy. Oh, my God. What was the lady's name? Yeah. She's my favorite, too. Madge? No. No. Uh, Ma. Um, no. Yeah, no, I'm right. Uh, yeah, no, you're wrong. <laughs> what do you think her name is? It wasn't just Ma. No, it's like she had a last name. It um, was like Madge. I'm going to say mm, Madge. I'm going with Madge. It's not Madge, Ma. I'm going to say... Mags. Mags! You were close. Okay. <laughs> How close was that? Oh, you were very close. Jesus Lord. So the Bennett family in season two. Was she played by? Uh, Margo Martindale. Oh my God. So good. Was she not epic? Like, I thought she got nominated for an Emmy for that. Um, I don't think it was for that. I think it was for something else. You but think? I'm not positive. But She's won three Emmys. I'll tell you which ones. Yeah, she won a primetime um, Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actress in 2011 for playing Mags so Bennett on Justified. So good. Um, yeah, she's definitely the best. Uh, it seems like she was in two seasons, though. 
No. It was just one? Well, I don't want to give anything away, but she's okay. only in one season. Oh. But her sons, the Bennett boys, <laughs> and her daughter. <laughs> the Bennett Well, boys. she's not really her daughter. She's a, a, a girl. Daughter. Yeah, like a foster daughter. Yeah. Uh, Loretta McCready. Yeah. They're in future seasons. Okay, gotcha. Mags was living in Harlan, lives in Harlan. Yeah, so that season's about, like, the marijuana trade yeah. in Kentucky. And wasn't there something about the uh, coal company, or not coal companies, some company was coming in to buy some of the mountain? That's, I think, the next season. Is that the next season? I think it's the next season. Kinda. Well, Mags was, like, the head of the family for this marijuana business, and she had two sons? Yeah, Coover, who is kind of like the dumbass son, and, and uh, yeah. uh, oh. Dickie. Dickie. Dickie Bennett, yeah. <laughs> Dickie was stupid, too. No, Dickie wasn't. Dickie was, did a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah, but he was, I mean, he wasn't... He wasn't as dumb as Dewey. Right. <laughs> Dickie Dewey. <laughs> so, like, that's the other thing about the show is that it's, I guess I, I would say that the worst season, season three with that guy... Yeah, I didn't like him at all. I liked this guy. Yeah. So in season three, there's a character um, named Elston Limehouse, who's an awesome character. Desperate Housewives. He's from Des- Desperate Housewives? Uh-huh. Who's he in Desperate Housewives? No, not that guy. The other guy. Oh, guy. yeah, no. So Elston Limehouse is the guy I'm talking about. Elston Limehouse is the character in season three who's amazing. He's like a butcher that takes in um, abused women and, like, hides them from their husbands, but, like, for... Not not for free. No, he <laughs> he's, he's kind of like a, a mix of a bad and a good guy, which is what these are. And then, but then in the same season, there was Robert Quarles, who's the guy from Desperate Housewives. Yeah, he just drove me nuts. And he was kind of an annoying character, I thought. Yeah, yeah. And so each season is a little different, but then there's at the same time there's like an overarching plot among the characters of Boyd Crowder, Ava Crowder, Winona, who's his ex-wife, and Raylan. Yeah, and his dad. Yes. Arlo. Yes. He does have to deal with his dad and how his mother died. And it's just every every episode you get to meet like a different person, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fun to see what they're going to be like, if they're going to be idiots or not. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really good writing. I would say that the music in it is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the theme song's super catchy. And then it does, it deals with, like, race relations in the South, in, um, like, the Blue Ridge Mountain kind of... Backwoods. Yeah, like, you know, that population of people that people forget about who... Still drinking you know, moonshine on their back porch. Yeah, drinking moonshine <laughs> on their back porch. But, like, you know, people talk about during, like, during the Trump era of, like, this, who were these people that voted for him? And it's these people who live in coal mining country who's you know, extreme pro- poverty are turning to a lot of different crimes, um, drugs and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Hillbilly heroin gets mentioned in the first season, which is Oxycontin. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, so it deals a lot with those kinds of themes. And I think when I watched it the first time, I, I didn't really like, it all just felt kind of make-believe to me. Right. You didn't think that it could still be going on. Right. And now rewatching it, you know, with the the white nationalists, neo-Nazis and... Um, you know, that shit's real. And so yeah. <laughs> the show has like a whole different layer to me. Yeah. Than it did I mean, when I, I first watched I think it. it's I think it's present day. It's definitely not a, you know, time warp show. <laughs> what does that mean? Like a you know, a show <laughs> like a show that's on that people are pretending they're from the seventies. <laughs> you mean it's not a period piece show? Whatever. I like to call it time warp. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't like I don't like time warp shows. Right. It's definitely of <laughs> of its time. Yes. But what I'm saying is that when I watched it the first time. You didn't think. Yeah. I, I didn't. I mean, I just didn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I just. It felt fake. It felt like fiction. And now when I watch it, it feels much more realistic. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Like, and the. And you were talking about that season where they're. The bad guy is really the people that are coming in and blowing the tops off of mountains to get to the coal. It's like running people out of their jobs and doing terrible things to the environment. Right. And they're bad. They're like, you know, they're they're making money off of the backs of people who aren't Right, and all the people that are living there are thinking that they're getting this, you know, they're getting rich, but actually they're just, you know, they're just getting screwed. Their, they're getting screwed. They're losing their land and they're getting screwed. Yeah, and then, and like in that season, Boyd is against that, and he's trying to like, like they really complicate that. You know, you're, Boyd is a, not, a neo-Nazi. You know, in the first, he I has know. the he has the swastika tattoo. I know, you know, but I agree to love him. But that's the thing is like <laughs> he he was doing that because he could get ahead by doing that. Right. And that, like obviously that doesn't justify it. But like that's the point of the show is like what is justified and what is not right. justified in the fight of good and evil. Right. It's this is basically good and evil. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and there's, I mean, it's not to get too in depth, Rachel. Am I getting too in depth? Maybe a little. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just really like the show. I really like the show too, but I like it on more of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Superficial. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at it to get you know to to compare it to today or to or troubling times or Trump or. What's going on in the world? I mean, I it's escapism for me. I I just want to go. I want to sit down. That's why I'm rewatching it. I just want to sit down and enjoy each episode and not think about anything else. <laughs> well, I think that's fair, and I think that's why another reason why it's so good is because it can do both of those things. Yeah, like you can laugh at Dewey Crow, and you know. You can laugh at Dewey Crow, or you can be, like, excited to see Raylan in his cowboy hat, or, like, the gun shootouts that yeah. happen, and, like, you know, and care about the relationships between the characters, and, like, you can do that, and you can also read more into it if you want it. Right, you can. Which you is the can. thing that's so great about it, I think. Yeah. But when we first started watching this, it was in, it started, it came out in 2010. So that was the year I got out of school, and, and I moved home. And with me. Exactly. So, like, mm-hmm. I was living with you. I didn't have a job. It was an enjoyable time of my life. <laughs> you know, it wasn't... It, it wasn't was, bad. It was a hard time for me, but I think also it was great. I loved being able to hang out with you. And, like, you know, I didn't have a car. I didn't have a job. I just, like, sat on the couch and watched TV with you. Like, she was a bum. I was. I was a total <laughs> loaf. But that's when this show came out, and you and I started watching it together. Yes, we did. And I really love that. Oh, me too. <laughs> That we have this bond over Justified? Yes. I know. I totally agree. Why do you think I cried when you gave me season four at Christmas? <laughs> I completed Mom's collection at Christmas, and when she opened the DVD, she started crying. I did. Which made me cry, which is so funny, because it's like a TV show, and we shouldn't care that much about it, but uh, it's like more than that, because we loved it so much together. Yeah. And to see him, I mean, I would probably watch anything he's in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was in, he's in the Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, Timothy. Uh, totally, Timothy. totally different character. Uh-huh. And he played this other dude in, what, like, Assassin or something? Where he was bald? Hitman. Agent Hitman. 47. Yeah. Yeah. But he just has a way of, I mean, even if you can't watch all the seasons, like if you don't have Amazon Prime or you don't have the 
you know, any way to get the DVDs. YouTube, some just YouTube him sometimes. <laughs> I mean, he's been on the Ellen Show. He's hilarious. I mean, watch Santa Clarita Diet. That's on Netflix. It's a different different character, but I think you'll fall in love with him. And maybe you'll go out and dig up Justified DVDs in the, you know, the bargain bin at Walmart. Yeah. Do you remember he was in that movie, I Am Number 4? Yes. And I hated <laughs> that he died in that one. Yes. Oh. We were like, we, we were excited to watch that movie because Timothy Oliphant was in and he died in like the first 15 minutes. Yeah. And then it was just sad. <laughs> it definitely wasn't good. No, it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> But he's just, you know, this tall, lanky uh, cowboy dude. I mean, was this the show that when the new episode would come on, it would be like, you know, the the TV rating and it would tell you what was going to be in the episode (laughs) and it would be like violence, some nudity, and then it would be like sexual situations and we'd be like, yes, Yes. Raylan's going to take his shirt off. He's going to, they're going to. Get it out. I mean, it's FX, so it's not like HBO-style, you know, graphic no. nudity. But no. it was just like, you know, you knew you were going to see Raylan without his shirt Some on. Some juicy bits. <laughs> or somebody without their shirt on. Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of good characters. I mean, each how many episodes in each season? I'm looking at mine, and it's I think it's 13. I think it, like, it's not that many. It says nine. Yeah, it's 13. It says 13. 13, 45-minute episodes. Get through season one, which is, I mean, like, I can feel people being like, three episodes or four episodes into season one. And you're getting bored. Well, you might think it's kind of like a procedural where yeah. it's just the same thing every episode where he's going to, you know, solve some crime each episode. Yeah. But get through season one because they're really just kind of developing it. It's building the And characters. it's still great. So it's worth it. I mean, the two the two marshals that he usually works with. Oh, yeah. Rachel and Tim. Yeah. Their characters kind of come to the surface. Tim is a uh, sharpshooter. A previous sniper. An yeah. army ranger. Yeah. And Rachel... Rachel's, you know, Rachel's a boss like, lady. She wants to be a boss lady. Well, she has the most years of experience in the marshal's office. Right. Um, I love her because, like, she's the um, a black woman working in the Kentucky marshal's office. You know, she just, like, she doesn't play to type. You know, there's nothing, right. there's no character like that in the show that's just a stereotype. Right. Except for maybe Dewey Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Dewey. You know, it's just kind of, but he's a good character. Like, all of the characters are well-developed. There's no, like, cliche, I would say. Right. They're all very interesting to get to know. Yeah. They're rich. Their characters are rich. Yes. Not money-wise, but rich in development. <laughs> Certainly not money-wise. Certainly not. <laughs> we just love this show. It's just so good. And there's like Ava. Yeah, she yeah. runs the whorehouse. Oh, I yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> she Ava becomes like a really important character. And that's the other thing too is that you know, it's it's a, a show about a dude who's a marshal and, like, some bad men. But then the women on the show are not just, like, chess pieces, you know? Right. Like, Ava maybe starts off being kind of like a damsel in distress. But she's smart. Yeah. I mean, she has... I mean, they all... She has her own agenda. Exactly. They yeah. all have their own complex storyline to follow. Mm-hmm. Well, when the show went off the air, it was very sad. Yeah, but I think it was time. I mean... No, it was not time. I'm sorry. I could have done more. I could have had more. Don't you think it's better when a show just, like, ends in a, like, It wasn't on a high one of those, note? what is it called when they, like, jump the shark? You don't think it jumped the shark ever? What does that mean again? Meaning, like, they had to, like, keep throwing in crazier and crazier storylines to get people to stay interested. Like, right. think about, like, Grey's Anatomy and how, like, 
it started off like with one thing and then all of a sudden there's a plane crash and a train crash and like a guy with a bomb in his body and like it just gets more and more ridiculous i happen to to still watch Grey's anatomy rachel well i guess that's the difference between you and i (laughs) is i like like after a while you get bored it's the same story over and over again yeah it is the same per yeah I've heard some people say that they thought the later seasons weren't as good as the first seasons, but I disagree. I think they're all great. I mean, there might have been just that one crappy season that we talked about with the blonde guy. And it wasn't even the crappy season. I just didn't like that character. Yeah. Like, season six has a 100% Rotten Tomato rating. Oh. Like... See, why do they call it Rotten Tomato if they get 100%? Because it's on a scale of zero to 100, and 100 is a good score. It's not... So why don't they call it a ripe tomato? They call it fresh. Oh, fresh. If it was less than 50, I think it would be a rotten tomato. Have we talked about this before? I've tried several times to get you to understand it. (laughs) I I don't know if we've done it on the podcast. I still don't think. I think it's dumb. (laughs) Whoever thought of it's dumb. There's no season of Justified that got rated below a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. The first season is 93%. And, you know, everyone says that the first season of a show is always its weakest season because it's spending so much time trying to create the characters. But every season after that is critically acclaimed, and they're all really good. Mm -hmm. It's a very good show. I give it 100% firm tomato. (laughs) You give it 100% firm tomato? This show is a firm tomato. It's a firm tomato. Watch one zero show. zero. I mean, don't, I mean, just watch the show. <laughs> because, you know, some people, we tell them to watch things, and they refuse. Are you talking about Monica? <laughs> Ixnay. saying the name. <laughs> yeah, well, some people don't like to be told too many times to watch something. I know, I know. But it's kind of like... You've said like at least eight times in this podcast that people should watch the show. Oh my God, watch the show. I'll say it nine times. (laughs) You're going to binge and be sitting on your couch all freaking weekend long watching the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Gosh darn thing. Oh. (laughs) Watch your language. Watch your language. (laughs) You know, when you find something that you really like, you just want more. I hear ya. Period. Well, it's a good thing we can rewatch it. I'm I am. Do you want to rewatch some right now? I, you know, I'll admit when I'm wrong. We're not wrong about this. But we are not wrong about this show. (laughs) Period. All right, cool. All right, guys, I guess we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, we'll talk next week. listening to tv with my mom thank you very much it's like you never know what to say i was gonna interject interject well it'd be nice if somebody talked to me on twitter (laughs) where can people talk to you on twitter tv with mom yes find mom on twitter at tv with mom you can also find us on instagram at tv with my mom and here's another thing Share this with your friends. There are people listening to this that... We don't even know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) There are definitely more people listening than we possibly know who could be listening. Between us, yes. (laughs) So if you like... Which we're happy about. Yeah, no, we love it. If you like this show, 
Review us on iTunes, share it with your friends, uh, give us a rating, it would really help us out. Also, you can email us if you want, if you have ideas for TV episodes or shows that you'd like us to talk about. Any time period. Like, Any it doesn't have period. to be things that are on right now. I'll watch Bewitched again. Great. You can email us at tvwithmymom at gmail.com. And we want to say thanks to John Dodson for writing our amazing theme song. Thanks, John. Everybody who listens, that's the first thing they comment on. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you later.